Hey friend, have you had a hard time changing your habits? Tired of knowing all the things that you need to change, but just can't for the life of you make those good habits stick or stop the bad ones? Being consistent with so many habits can be exhausting and so overwhelming and cause many of us to fall off the wagon or fail time and time again, no matter how many goals or New Year's resolutions that we set. I know for myself, I've had such a hard time being consistent with most things in my life, especially during pregnancy and postpartum when mom brain is real. (laughs) With all the extra hormones and lack of sleep, exercise is hard to make a habit really at any point, but especially when you're exhausted. I recently read the book Atomic Habits by James Clear, and it was amazing. It broke down the science of habit making and how to make your habits work for you, removing the extra stress and overwhelm. It was so helpful for me in making changes with my habits that I just had to bring some of his ideas to the women in my community. So inside this episode, I do do a brief book review of the book Atomic Habits, and I'm going to just bring some questions and strategies your way to help you make those habits stick and reduce that overwhelm, keeping you consistent and showing up. So if you're set to make that habit stick, then stay tuned for today's episode. Hey, I'm your host, Dr. Desiree Cassell. I'm an orthopedic and pelvic floor physical therapist specializing in women's health, aka pelvic floor. I'm a wife, mom of three, foodie, lover of all things movement and nature, and I'm super passionate about educating, empowering, and supporting other women like you to find and maintain balance throughout all aspects of their lives without pain, pressure, or peeing their pants. And this is the Balanced Momtality Podcast where we will talk about all things pelvic floor, your core, and optimizing your pregnancy, birth, and postpartum recovery, providing you with the knowledge and tools so that you can feel like the strong, playful, and happy mom that you and your family deserve. Now let's get you out of those pads and back to loving movement. Fill up your water, pop in those AirPods, roll out your mat, and let's connect. Before we start today's episode, just a quick disclaimer that anything mentioned in this podcast is not meant to treat or diagnose any medical conditions. If you have any questions or concerns about your healthcare needs, please seek the care of your medical provider. This is also a safe space where we will be talking about very sensitive but important topics such as issues with peeing and pooping, relationships, and even sex. So if you have littles around, probably a good idea to pop those AirPods in. But otherwise, I hope you enjoy today's episode. Okay, so we're going to do things a little bit differently today. Some of it was planned and some of it was not. And if you've hung out with me on this podcast at all, you've probably already realized that I am new to this. So this podcast is not perfect, but I can guarantee you, even after I do this for many, many years, which I plan to, it will never be perfect. I am not going to let perfectionism get in the way of creating this content for you. And I say that because right now I am sitting in my car recording this podcast because life got in the way last week and obviously I did not get my podcast recorded on time. I normally post Monday morning. I was questioning even doing it today and trying to get it in when I had a little bit more time alone so that I had the perfect environment and it turned out great. But, you know, I realized if I keep doing things like that, then 
I'm not going to get stuff out there for you guys. And I just want to be consistent with this and just show up. My big thing right now is just showing up and trying to be consistent despite flaws and errors. And so, yeah, here we are in my car. And, you know, I didn't think that'd be a big deal, um, but it's raining. <laughs> and so right now there is a little pause in the rain. So hopefully the feedback and sound is good for you all. However, if it starts to rain while I am talking, I apologize. That is just where we're at today. Um, showing up, which comes at such a perfect time because the other different thing we are doing on today's episode is a little bit of a book review. So before I get into that, I just want to say that for those of you who do know me on a personal level or even just from following me or or whatever, you probably know that I am not an organized person. I actually really identify more with that laid back, type B, go with the flow, spontaneity. Um, structure can really make me feel trapped sometimes. I actually feel like I can function quite well inside of chaos. Being the oldest of seven, if you didn't know, I am the oldest of seven and we lived in a tiny little two-bedroom house growing up, and so my environment was always chaos, loud, messy, beautiful chaos, which meant that there really weren't any routines or systems, and with there being seven of us, I had, and being the oldest, I had minimal oversight to make sure that I was being responsible and showing up and picking up after myself or even doing basic habits that I should do, like brushing my teeth. So um, I didn't build very good habits growing up, to be honest. I, you know, I did the bare minimum and it really has served me poorly now as an adult where I'm trying so hard to build these habits that I should have had as a child especially when I unexpectedly became a mom at the age of 20. I was still a child myself, and now I had this other human life that depended on me, and I was still in school. I didn't drop out of school. I kept full-time status all the way through that, and so I was just rolling with the punches. I was in survival mode, just trying to keep every day one step forward, one day at a time. And it's fine. I really have been functioning like that my entire life. However, I didn't realize all of these things that were so hard for me to keep up with. You know, obviously it's because I didn't build these habits as, as a child and I'm trying to make these habits now as an adult. But then as I had more children. Now I have three kids and I just reached this point of feeling so overwhelmed and exhausted trying to keep up with everything and feeling like I was failing in every aspect of my life despite working tirelessly in every aspect of my life. And it was just too much. It was too much. And I knew there was a lot of things that needed to change. And I've done so much growing and learning and have put in so much work and have changed so much, especially in the last three years specifically. But the first thing that I knew needed to change were my own habits, because obviously I have to keep up with all of 
the other children and humans in my life. And I'm trying to teach them these habits. And I know that children learn from modeled behavior. And so I am doing my best over here to pick up after myself and stay on top of my bedtime routine and just being aware of my surroundings as I walk through an area and all of these things that I keep telling my kids to do over and over and over again, getting so frustrated at them for not listening and then realizing and really, you know, taking that look inward with all of these things that frustrate me and wondering how well am I doing at this? And so I just, I've really been working on my habits lately. So this episode is about building habits, especially exercise. Exercise is such a hard habit to build for a lot of us, especially during pregnancy and postpartum, if it wasn't something you had built into your lifestyle originally it can be really hard to start something new or feeling like you have to start something new. And we'll get into that in this episode of, you know, I have five things that you can do to start trying to make exercise a habit. And we'll dive into that. And really what inspired this episode was because I am doing my own learning and and growing journey. And I just read an amazing book called Atomic Habits by James Clear. And another thing to know, if you know me at all, I've never identified as a reader, but within the last couple years, as my youngest has gotten a little older and I've had some space for reading and exploring other things and trying to find myself again, I've dived into reading and come to find out I actually love it. Just I don't love being told what to read and how quickly I need to read it. So in school, I hated it and I somehow got through most of my doctorate degree with minimal page to page reading. However, it's been so much fun realizing that, hey, reading is actually cool. <laughs> it's fun. I've noticed I like to read a lot of different things fiction, nonfiction, but on the front of nonfiction, I really do love those more self-help trying to grow over here. So I kept hearing about atomic habits from a lot of different people in my world, and I finally decided to give it a shot, went to my local library and picked it up. So if you're like me and you're like, I don't really want to invest in a book because I don't know if I'm going to like it or if I'll ever even read it again, library is where it's at. I have loved going to the library and picking out some fun new reads. And I'll probably do more little book review episodes on this podcast if you guys enjoy this episode. So if you do, definitely let me know. Go over to our Facebook group, The Balanced Momtality Wellness and Support. Let me know what you think of this episode and if you like this format and kind of throwing in something a little bit different. But I just thought it was so helpful because I'm over here trying to, you know, learn all of these different habits. Um, I'm working on a couple different exercise habits right now, drinking more water, trying to eat less portions. I'm trying to have better sleep routines. There's a lot of things going into this. And my entire life, I have started and stopped routine uh, habits. And it has been so frustrating because I just keep feeling like, 
I can't stick to anything. I can't be consistent with anything and I need some help. So this book was super helpful with trying to break down the science of habit making and how the brain works with really building a successful habit. And it was really, really practical, which I appreciate. And I also want to be practical on this episode and just in this podcast in general. And so I want to dive right in and I'm not going to you know, outline his book because I do think you guys should just go check it out. It is way worth the read. Um, and I'm not even going to go through his specific laws of habit making, which are amazing. I do touch on them in this episode, but there were just some nuggets of that book that I really felt hit home for me. And I especially think will just make that habit making process a little bit smoother for you and hopefully set you up for success. And I know I said there's five ways to make exercise a habit, and I am going to give you those five ways, but I do just want to say this is a lot more than five because I think I sprinkled in a few other examples that he has in this book under these five areas. So this is a a little bit compact, but that tends to be how I do things. I want to give you all the information and just help you out. So Get a pen and paper because this is a lot, but I promise it's going to help you. So let's dive in to five ways that you can make exercise a habit, especially during pregnancy and postpartum when sleep is so hard and motivation comes and goes, but you're also aware and know that exercise is good for you, especially during these stages when the body just needs that extra support. So number one, the first thing that we need to do when we decide we want to make a habit is first, I think it's great to just take that inventory of your behaviors and decide, you know, what habits are good and bad. And we always go towards like, oh, I need to start this habit and I need to start this habit. But sometimes it can actually make way bigger impact on our overall health if we stop a bad habit. So tip number one is to decide if you first need to make a good habit or break a bad habit. Because really, again, you know, we can say, oh, I need to get this many glasses of water in. I need to exercise this many minutes a day or this many times a week, or I'm going to get this many steps in. But maybe if you just stop drinking alcohol every day. Maybe if you stop smoking, if you're smoking, maybe if you stop overeating that extra plate of food that you eat every night when you're putting away dinner like me or you're eating your kids leftovers, maybe making those changes will actually help your overall health and energy way more in the long run. And so I think that that is just a really powerful step to first just decide what is going to make the biggest change in your health. And so along those lines, we dive into to number two, which is really deciding who is the person that you want to be and what is that identity and not seeing it from a side of this is who I want to become because yes, obviously that is why we are always growing. We're striving to be that better person. But part of the science in the book that um, James Clear talks about is really taking on that identity now. 
making that shift in your brain so that you're not saying, oh yeah, I'm wanting to be an an athletic person or a weightlifter or somebody who hikes regularly. No, instead it's shifting it into saying, I am a weightlifter. I am an athlete because what makes or breaks whether we do a habit or not is if we feel like it aligns with our identity now because everybody knows exercise is good. So many people try and make exercise a habit. Some people don't. They fully give up. They're like, nope, that's not for me. Yeah, no. But a lot of us, big majority of us, know it's good, try really hard, but just can't seem to fit it in and can't seem to enjoy it very much. And it just doesn't fit right in our lifestyle or with who we are as a person. And so we stop. So this is what it comes down to. What is that type of exercise or movement habit that you are trying to build? Because if you're thinking and you keep hearing and you probably will hear me say how amazing strength training is, that doesn't mean oh, you need to become a weightlifter. Because to some people, that's enough of a turnoff. They don't want anything to do with it. They want to stay out of the gym. They hate that. And so it's more about trying to find what type of movement, and I do want to clarify, I know exercise is the thing we're working on here, but that is movement. And so I want to just make sure that you're really thinking about what is that movement exercise habit you're trying to make and why are you making it? Do you want to do it? Do you enjoy doing it? Or did you just hear that it was good for you? A friend said it really helped them heal their back pain. So you want to get it into your lifestyle. You know, there's a lot of things that I do think majority of the population should do movement wise, like walking. Walking is great for you. Just moving, though, is what's important. So we need to find what type of movement really aligns with you. Are you a higher fast paced person and walking drives you nuts and you would much rather enjoy like a hit class or CrossFit or just backpacking or something a little more intense and adventurous? Or are you on the other side where that intensity just really turns you off and you don't enjoy that at all and you've avoided the gym like the plague and even the word exercise makes you cringe? Then maybe just thinking about how you clean your house, how you garden, how you walk to and from places just to get extra movement into your life. That is what we're talking about here. And that is what I mean when I'm saying, does it align with who you want to be and your identity? So we're not just picking habits just because they're good habits, quote unquote. Okay, so we need to, again, just identify if this is something that we enjoy or maybe we've enjoyed in the past and we haven't done it in a while, but really exploring that. And again, as we try things on, if it isn't something that brings us joy and makes us happy, especially when it comes to movement and exercise, I highly encourage encourage you to shift and try something else. Because yeah, there's some habits, we just got to suffer through them. Brushing your teeth, got to do it. And so that's where these other tips um, I'm going to talk about and strategies I'm going to talk about will help. But with this first one of or second one, just really think about and sit with that and journal even if you need to on if it is in alignment with who you are and choose to take on that identity now. 
Okay, enough on that because that could be its own episode. (laughs) Um, Number three. So this is where we get into trouble too, especially me. I am an all or nothing. I have realized I didn't realize this was me, but um, turns out that perfectionism really kicks in and I go all in and I try and do all the things all at once and I fell because I took on too much. So his other tip is is it small enough? And this is where the coin term atomic habits really comes from because we need that atomic piece of it. It needs to be tiny. It needs to be a building block to other larger habits and behaviors, but it needs to first start very, very small so that it is much more likely that we will actually follow through and accomplish said habit. So we really need to dive in and check, is it small enough? So for example, if you are all of a sudden trying to get in half your body weight in ounces of water, which is a general guideline, guys, you should be consuming half your body weight of ounces or of water in ounces. And so I'm talking with patients about this all the time. And I see people fail time and time again because they're really shooting for that whole number and then they don't get it. It's too hard to get all their water in. They slowly crumble and they're back to drinking maybe one or two cups a day along with their teas and soda and all of that and what have you. However, if we were to break that down, so I like to say first things first, just fill up a water bottle in the morning. And if we want to get even smaller than that, Put a water bottle next to the sink every morning for a week, every morning. Just take out a water bottle, put it on the sink. Or maybe every night you're putting it on the sink so that in the morning it's there. And I guarantee you, you will then want to fill up that water bottle. And then you will have a full water bottle to start out your day. And then you can continue to stack onto that and keep building. But if we're just shooting for, oh, I got to get four or five of these huge water bottles in every day and you get one or two and you're like, I'm doing good. But then you start to crumble and fail and fall off the wagon and you just feel like you failed. So you stop the habit altogether. And this is that cycle. So is it small enough? Start small Commit to filling up that water bottle, commit to one minute of breath work, commit to putting those exercise shoes on and not even leaving the door. Seriously, it can start that small. The next way, number four, is to really make sure that you are making it obvious and attractive and easy and satisfying. All of these pieces really ensure that you can show up for that habit. We need to set up things for success. And so we do, we want to make it obvious and set up our environment for it to just be in our face. Put those running shoes out right by the door. Whenever you know you're about to go on that run or go to the gym, again, put that water bottle on the sink so it's in your face. Really set up your environment for success. And again, maybe this means that you're putting a ball out in the living room so that instead of sitting on the couch, which is the bad habit, you can now sit on the ball and get some core work in and not sit and be sedentary for as long. The other thing that we can do here is really combine it and stack it with something that you enjoy so that it is more satisfying and attractive to do. So whether this is kind of giving yourself a little reward and we're not talking a reward that's going to sabotage your habit. So if your habit is 
eating less sugar, your reward is not going to be getting ice cream, okay? So this needs to be another reward that you both enjoy that also leads to those goals in uh, health success that you're looking for. So whatever reward you want to do or making sure that it's stacked with an activity you already enjoy, that is another great way because you can give yourself that reward of, okay, I got to do some breath work and some stretching and now I'm going to go and garden in my yard and having that be a routine pattern so that you're combining things that you already enjoy and it's getting stacked with something that you're trying to build in. So uh, number five is surprise, surprise, you have to show up and be consistent, which is why I'm recording this podcast episode in my car in the rain, which luckily hasn't started raining again. But just show up, guys. This has been the hardest part. And it really is where all of the, you know, hard work and discipline comes in and why most people fail and really just Check out the book Atomic Habits by James Clear because he does go into so many ways of how you can kind of trick the brain by combining it with certain things or habit stacking or setting up your environment or, you know, giving those reward systems and accountability. And there's just so many awesome things in this book that can help lead you to success. But these pieces were really just the big take home of, okay, this goes way beyond just picking something and showing up and being consistent. But I had to put show up and be consistent in there because obviously habits don't get created if you don't show up. And with that, I have to just leave this with a quote from the book that really just, you know, hit home because he says towards the end of the book, if you only do work when it's convenient or exciting, then you'll never be consistent enough to achieve remarkable results. Let me say that again. If you only do the work when it's convenient or exciting, then you'll never be consistent enough to achieve remarkable results. And this is just so true with everything. You know, people that are succeeding are not quitting. So really dive in, journal it if you have to. What are those barriers? Why aren't you succeeding? Maybe it's because it's not actually something you enjoy. Maybe you need to create a shift. Maybe you made that goal too big and you have to break it down even further. Maybe your environment and everything is setting you up for failure and you need to do whatever you can to make that a little easier and attractive and something that you enjoy doing. And really show up. You got this, even if it's at 50%. Even if you're recording that podcast in your car, even if it's messy, even if you only got half the water drink, just show up. And if you miss one day, just guarantee you're not going to miss again because I promise you will never regret showing up for yourself. And this is one of the biggest things that we can do and teach our, our kids is just showing up for ourselves. And I promise they are going to see all of the hard work you are doing and they are going to model that behavior and hopefully learn these skills as children and young adults so that they're not adults in their 30s and their 20s 
20s and 30s trying to figure it all out now. But I do hope that you are continuing to grow and self-reflect and find areas of your life that you can improve on, whether it's exercise or other forms of self-care or other habits that you're trying to improve on. And you can apply this to anything. It does not have to be exercise, but I really hope that you enjoyed today's episode and that it helped you out and inspired you and gave you some tools so that you can leave here and just feel a little more confident as you navigate tackling that next habit. And I would love to know what is this habit, especially if it's, and not even especially, but if it's exercise related or not, I would love to know what habit you are trying to create and build into your life over in our Facebook community at the Balanced Mentalities Wellness and Support and let us know and let us know what's stumping you. Why, what is hard about the process? And we'll all see if we can help and give each other some ideas. I think that's such a fun use of this Facebook community is just the collaboration between all of the people involved. And so take advantage of it, get the accountability, go over there, tell us what you're working on so that we can keep you accountable. And as you keep me accountable, showing up here on the podcast. Well, that's it for today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. And I want to thank you so much for taking the time out of your busy day. I know you've got so many other important things going on, but I hope it was helpful and you leave here with some tools to help you in your healing journey. And I just want to ask you if you have found this helpful to please leave a review on iTunes. Scroll down to the bottom of my podcast page and leave that five-star review so it can help other women see this information. And also, if you want to be a part of my community of amazing women trying to balance all the things, great tips and insight and sharing stories and just motivating each other along the way, feel free to join my Facebook group, The Balanced Mentality Wellness and Support. I hope to see you here next time on The Balanced Mentality Podcast. 